what's up everybody and welcome back to Paranormal Axe Activities with your host Ben Axe. I appreciate you all joining me this fine afternoon or evening or morning or whatever time it is uh, when you're listening to this. But again, huge thanks to all of you guys. I couldn't do this show without you. And I always said that I would keep doing this show whether anybody listened or not. Uh, luckily, I don't have to challenge that because I check the stats all the time and, and the numbers keep going up. So a huge, huge appreciation to all of you who listen, who continue to listen. Uh, again, I, I appreciate all of you and keep telling your friends, keep telling your family, keep uh, sharing and liking and following and a lot of good stuff on social media and, and Apple and, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You guys are awesome. And also huge thanks to all everything entertainment.com for giving me a platform to uh, post my my nonsense. Huge thanks to all of you guys involved in my little project here. Uh, so let's get right into it, man. So another big thing that I really appreciate you guys is buying my merchandise. And, 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 you know, Paranormal Activities it does have merchandise now. So go to teespring.com uh, backslash shop backslash Paranormal Activities, I think. Something along those lines. Teespring.com, go there and you can buy hoodies, even though it's summertime still. T-shirts, coffee mugs, face masks to cover those beautiful faces of yours. Um, all, all kinds of stuff. And if you do are in my store and you see something that you want that I don't have, let me know. I can make it uh, very quickly. Uh, so just hit me up and I'll make it for you and then you can proceed to buy it. So yeah, hit me up on teespring.com for all of your paranormal activities, merchandise needs. All right, on to the paranormal. So I've, I've been talking about going to St. Mary's here and starting this St. Mary's documentary paranormal project. And it has officially started off. Uh, my wife, Danae, and I, we went to the Evening Leader newspaper located in downtown St. Mary's and did a, uh, a pretty short but a very productive paranormal investigation at that building. The building was built in, night, or I'm sorry, in 1895, so it's pretty old. And I can't get too much into the details here because it's one is for another episode <laughs> and two i haven't gone through everything yet uh, but we did have quite a bit of hits we've had we had a lot of emf meter hits and we had some spirit box hits especially in the basement it was pretty fantastic i'm excited to go through everything i'm excited to put this together and i'm excited to go back not only to the evening leader but to the town and finish this up and get all kinds of good stuff uh for you guys so yeah, it's awesome. And then here in just a few minutes, I have special guest Alex Garcia joining me from the Art of Learning podcast. Uh, he has a few ghost stories, actually. However, he's not sure if he believes in ghosts. So we're going to get into that here in just a few minutes. But first, my favorite segment of the week, the activity of the week. And uh, actually... It's this week, it's activities of the week because I had two things happen, uh, which I guess kind of makes up for last week where I had zero things happen. So yeah, man, so I did have two things happen, and this is not including the evening leader. If I included that, it'd be multiple activities of the week. But this is just my house, you know, for me being here this week. The first thing was uh, I don't know if I have the order right here or not. I don't think I do. So I'll start with the thing that happened first. So first, I was walking upstairs with Danae, and she goes in the bathroom, and for some reason she looks in the trash can, and she sees a picture of her 
best friend who passed away years ago a picture of her son in the trash can. It's like, what? And what was weird about that was, I think it was the day before, a few days before that happened, she was on the phone with her deceased friend's mom. They still, they're still in you know, good contact, and I, I know her very well. She's an awesome lady. But they stayed in contact, and she was talking about how, uh, be the father of this child, how he recently came out and like blamed himself and blah, blah, blah from, from years ago. And it was a big thing. And uh, like so she had just had that conversation about her her, her friend who had passed away and like just a couple of days later we find this picture of her son sitting on top of the trash can and this picture is actually I never realized it but it's hanging on the wall right behind me right now that's like where I, where my desk is here it's just hanging on the wall right behind me and so like if you guys watch my wrestling podcast every Thursday at 6 p.m. you would actually even see it because it's the one that's right behind us <laughs> on, on the wall so that's where that picture always is and it's been there for a year and a half with no issues. And then just a couple of days after revisiting what happened with, with all of those guys back in the day, all of a sudden this picture of her son is just on top of our trash can for anybody to see if they happen to look down. So it's like, what? It makes no sense. The timing is incredible because of you know her talking to her friend's mom. And it didn't make any sense. Um, you know, I, I tried to explain it to myself. I was like, well, what if the cat took it? You know, we have that new kitten, and she likes to take things. But I've never seen that cat, that kitten, climb anywhere in the bathroom. She's never jumped on the sink in the bathroom. She's never even jumped on the toilet in the bathroom. Like, she would have had to come in here, I guess, like, jump on the chair, jump on the wall, and somehow take that picture with her mouth. And then happen to go into the bathroom, jump on top of the toilet, and drop it in the trash can. It's not likely. <laughs> but it's the only explanation. So it was crazy. And we just walked up, and she looked down, and she's like, why is his picture in the trash can? I, like, I have no idea. And it's currently hanging right behind me where it's supposed to be. So I want to explain that away, but I really can't. Only because that timing matches right up. You know they were they were talking you know talking about that family, and then there it is out of nowhere. I've n- it's never moved from this picture frame as far as I know, so that was pretty wild. And then second activity of the week. This was Friday night, so yeah, that picture happened earlier in the week. So this was Friday night. We uh, locked up the house. We were upstairs hanging out, and I had to come down to lock up the house. Probably eleven o'clock ish, I would say. Uh, this is actually the night before I went to the, the newspaper and did that investigation. So yeah, I was getting ready to go to bed because I had to get up early to go do that. And so I walked downstairs, and it was dark, you know, but I turned on the dining room light. And I walked across the living room, which I kept the lights off in the living room because I didn't really need them because I have a pretty open downstairs. Locked up the back sliding door. And as I turned around and came back passing the TV, the TV turned on by itself. <laughs> I walked past it, and as soon as I walked past it, it turned on, and it turned on to a random, like, station. Like, I don't have, like, a cable box anymore. I used to have DirecTV back in the day, but I don't have that now. The only TV that I use are the apps, and, like, this TV has, like, a, a bunch of, like, free TV apps. So if you turn on the TV, they just happen to pop up, you know? And then if I want to turn it on, Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever, I hit the buttons. And it's, you know, it's just some random live tv channel i don't even know what it was i never heard of the show before 
it just popped up and I just laughed. I was like, all right. I had a couple of beers, you know, so I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this. So I uh, turned it off. And then we went ahead and saged. Between those two things happening, we saged Friday night as well. And I've had nothing happen since. But like I always do believe, I think saging is only a temporary suppression, you know, something you have to keep doing if you want to keep shit out of your house if you're prone to having spirits and stuff in your house. Uh, but yeah, those are the two paranormal acts activities of the week hope you enjoyed them if you have your own paranormal experiences that you want to share with me please 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 share them yeah i can i'll gladly have you on to share the stories yourself if you want your story told or if you just want to tell me and have me read it on the air that'd be fine too or if you just want to tell me from my own personal knowledge i would love to have that too but again the more stories i get out there the better so i'd love to have your story to tell on my show so my email address is paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. And that is paranormalax, A-X-E podcast, paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. Please send me your paranormal experiences, and I'd love to share them on my show via your voice, via your video, or via just me telling it for you. But again, the more stories, the better. So paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com is my address. So that being said, let's get right into our special guest of the week, Alex Garcia from the Art of Learning podcast. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fairly well. I'm excited to be on this side of a podcast. <laughs> well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to hang out on Paranormal Activities. And, uh, you know, listening to your name of the podcast, through The Art of Learning, it kind of intrigued me. I have a few friends who are teachers actually talking right now in a group message that we're all in about their, their COVID futures of that profession. And so I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm sure getting close to the school year is probably getting pretty hectic for you. Yeah, we. I just started my second week of professional development, and there's definitely a lot of negative emotions lingering in the air, and people are really anxious and concerned. But we're working through it. We will. We will push through, and our students will learn. Absolutely. And that's as, that's as much as we can ask. Absolutely, and that's all that matters, I guess. As long as you can teach the students in a in a proper, good way that makes that keeps them keeps them learning, that's all you can do, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's kind of the goal. Um, we're we're working hard. We're planning. We are going to figure it out. We are kind of. It's very interesting. We're like diving into this new landscape of teaching digitally. That's not something that we've really been trained to do. Um, so now we're kind of having to figure it out. Um, in a really quick turnaround um, but we're doing it and I'm excited I'm pretty tech savvy so I'm I'm excited for for what could happen with this moment awesome okay so so real quick here tell us about your podcast what you talk about each episode and how we can find it as viewers yeah so the art of learning podcast is a series that kind of dives into like the who what when where why how of of adult learners um so i tend to well i only have a few episodes out but uh, i interview leaders in education and give them an opportunity to kind of tell us their story of who they were when they were in high school or elementary whatever uh, but they get they get to tell listeners about who they were as students 
their trajectory of how they came to have a career within the field of education. And then they also can provide listeners with some life lessons that they've learned. Um, and then we each month uh, hit on a different type of topic. The, the last topic that we actually hit on was specifically about how did COVID-19 affect um, teaching when we first were asked to kind of close our physical school. Um, and this, uh, the third episode that I'm actually going to be recording this week, I'll be talking to an educator about what it looks like for teachers to prepare for the new school year. And I know that we will definitely be talking about uh, the many changes that are coming because of the current pandemic that we're in. Um, but so, you know, if you're interested in those types of things, definitely check us out. Uh, you can find us on all of the main uh, podcasts, but specifically Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and also Buzzsprout um, at the Art of Learning Podcast. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, again, at the Art of Learning Podcast. So check it out. Awesome. Well, hey, appreciate you, and good luck uh, with the future of learning. I know it's going to be a unique experience, but I have faith in all of you guys. So, <laughs> all right, man. So let's get right into the paranormal here. So you, we talked to each other. I think it was the Buzzsprout group on Facebook where we first connected. Does that sound correct? And uh, you mentioned that you have a few ghost stories, but at the same time, you're not necessarily a believer of the ghost stories or of the ghost being entities or, or of that nature. And uh, it's always fun to talk to people who have experiences but still don't believe. I was like that for a long time. You know, growing up, I always had several experiences, but I could brush them off, you know, this, that, or whatever, until something happened in 2014 that wasn't that easy to brush off. Um, but at the same time, I still have a hard time believing in it, if that makes sense. So tell me what you actually believe, before we get to your stories, what you actually believe when it comes to the paranormal. Yeah, that's that's kind of a tough. <laughs> it's a tough line because, um, as I was saying before, I in in like thinking again about like my religious beliefs, I tend to be pretty like militantly agnostic. I will never say one way or the other, just because I believe that I I can't say such a truth. Um, but me personally, I would lean more to more of an atheist. Uh, like understanding of, of religion. And I think that can be true for how I view like paranormal activity. Um, I am definitely very intrigued by it. Um, I've always liked watching like really scary movies. And even when I was younger, I kind of, I would practice like witchcraft with my friends. Oh, nice. And so I've always been really intrigued and interested in the paranormal world. But I think with the experiences that I've had, I feel like if there was like some omniscient like scientists studying my experiences, I feel like there could they could chalk it up to, I don't know, like this is just what was happening in your brain at that moment because of different things that have happened, whether it was a lack of sleep. I also um, tend to have a lot of issues with sleep paralysis and different things like that. Um, and I was reading something about how something along the lines of like sleep paralysis and people who experience paranormal um, like activities or whatever, there's there's some sort of correlation there. Sure. So I don't know what the truth is. I don't believe that 
what I experienced with paranormal, but because I cannot say like 100% that I didn't, um, I think the stories at the very least are interesting. And for people who are interested in paranormal activity, they might be interested in some of the things I've experienced. Oh, heck, heck yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like that you brought up uh, sleep paralysis because I myself have experienced sleep paralysis quite a bit in the last decade or so. And I'm with you. I really do believe, I mean, I believe in the paranormal, obviously, but sleep paralysis is a medical condition. And just because mm. you have sleep paralysis does not mean you're experiencing ghosts. They do kind of go hand in hand sometimes with people. And, it, and like I try to tell them, that's probably just sleep paralysis. Oh, no, it was a ghost. Well, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, so let's get right into it with your with your first story. If you can remember, how old were you when you experienced your first story or what are the t- details behind it here? Yeah, I don't know how old I was. I'm going to say that I think I think I was in middle school. Um, but I, again, I could not tell you exactly, but sure. I remember this moment pretty vividly and it was one of the first times that I had an experience that at the time I said, I just, I saw a ghost, like there's no way around that. <laughs> um, and so what, happened was I was falling asleep um, and as I was falling asleep I started having a dream and I remember very vividly like hearing knocks on my door Um, so in my house my room was kind of in the back of the house and connected to the backyard so I had a, a door that led to the backyard in my room and so in my dream I was hearing these knocks Um, And then a few moments later, I heard what I thought was like a gunshot. And I don't know if this was in my dream or in real life. I don't remember, but it it definitely could have been real. And, you know, it was just something that kind of I heard in my dream as well. But um, it startled me and I woke up and I flipped over to the other side. And what I remember seeing is a little girl in a... Uh, it was a white like dress with red polka dots, and this little girl was just spinning around in circles. And it like definitely struck fear into my heart. And I was like, I I didn't say anything. I couldn't move because I didn't know what I was seeing. Um, finally, I just like closed my eyes really quick and opened them back up, um, and there was nothing there. Um, so. I think thinking about it now, like, could that have been a moment of my sleep paralysis? Could that have just been like something where I was in and out of this like dream world and something happened? I don't know, but I, I definitely back then attributed that to some sort of paranormal activity. Um, and yeah, that that's one of the first stories that I, that I definitely have about seeing something. That'd be pretty terrifying. I think little girl ghosts are like the scariest things imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, from the from all the ghosts that I've seen, I've seen an old lady, but I've never seen a little girl. And I feel like if I saw a little girl, I'd probably be a little freaked out. <laughs> so, do you know? Well, she was dancing, so I, I guess she was happy. I don't... <laughs> That's a plus, I guess. <laughs> it's probably because I grew up watching like a Nightmare Before Christmas and that kind of not Christmas uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and those kinds of movies. So I always see like little kid demons and, and stuff like that um so with that house you happen to know like the history of it do you know of any kids who lived there previously or any kind of history of the house yeah i don't know anything about that house but i will say um 
a, a couple of the other stories that I have are in that house. Hmm. Um, so, you know, if there, if there was a possibility that it was a paranormal activity, um, then it definitely happened multiple on multiple occasions because I've had multiple things happen in that house. That and I sense. have not been the only person to have, ex to have, you know, experienced seeing something in that house. Yeah. My stepfather also, um, has said that they've seen stuff and we actually have a mutual, uh, like story where we both saw something at the same time. Oh, let's, let's hear that one. Uh, so that's my favorite. I love having two people <laughs> see the same thing. That's my favorite thing ever. Um, so I get excited about it. So uh, let's, let's hear that story. Yeah. So, uh, he, my stepfather was in his bedroom. I was in the living room. Was I in the living room? I think, yes, I was in the living room. And um, at this point, I, my little brother had already been born and he was he was definitely a kid because he could walk around and like go use the bathroom and stuff. Um, but uh, I was in the living room and I from, from his bedroom and from where I was in the living room, we could both see kind of like the entryway of the bathroom. Um, so I remember seeing what I thought was my little brother go into the bathroom. And I remember like some time had passed by and in, the, in my head, I was like, surely my brother is still not in the bathroom. Um, it's, it's been like a little bit too long, even for, uh, you know, poop. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I went to go check and my stepfather, I think he had the bedroom door open and he was like, did you see your little brother go into the bathroom? And I was like, yeah. Did you see him go in there too? He was like, yeah, I, I, I saw him go into the bathroom. Um, and then he said, but I didn't see him come out. And I said, I also did not see him come out. So we, I went to go ask my little brother who was in his bedroom if he had used the bathroom, uh, you know, recently. And he said, no, he'd been in his, in his room the entire time. Oh, wow. And so this was definitely something that stirred up some conversation in my household about what we both saw. And, uh, like, it's interesting too, cause we both recognize like, Hey, someone went in the bathroom and it feels like it's been too long. <laughs> right. Something, yeah. Something's up. Um, but come to find out, uh, my little brother did not use the bathroom. Hmm. That's interesting. And it also sounds like if it was, if what you guys saw was small enough to be your little brother, that maybe is two different child spirits you possibly have seen in the house. It's kind of a trend, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did that like, so when you saw both of these could be ghosts, did you get like a negative feeling at all, a positive feeling, any kind of feeling or like, how did you feel when you, when you saw these two different things? If you yeah. I, I would say, then and i would also say like back then i was definitely like ghosts are real and you know my house is haunted um but i never got a negative feeling from what i i i never got a negative feeling from what i saw i was more like just i guess scared or like just kind of taken aback because like what am i seeing actually <laughs> um but you know, that's just like feelings from, from the unknown. But right. when I guess like 
I didn't get a negative feeling from the... Sorry, I didn't get... Oh my, there's a lot of noises going on. <laughs> uh, I didn't get uh, a negative feeling from that spinning girl I saw. And, um, and I guess I couldn't gauge the, the feeling that I got from, you know, the, the, the thing that I thought was my brother because it was such a quick moment. Right. Um, but even still, like, I, I think about how I felt in general in that house. Um, and I would say I was never really scared for my life or anything. I was more so, I was more so just kind of confused and unsure. Right. And I, and I think that kind of made me uneasy. That makes sense. And that's one of those things. I have to ask people that because I feel like you can tell a difference from a negative energy compared to a positive energy. And like you said, you're going to have the fear of the unknown no matter what. Even if you just move into a brand new house for the first time, you might be a little uneasy that first night. Ghost aside, you know, it's the unknown. Because um, like I feel like your body can tell you if something's negative or positive, and that can be anything. Even if you're in the woods and there's like a bear watching you or something, you, you're going to know if you're being watched in, in a lot of ways, um, I feel. Uh, but I do like the, the theme we're getting here with, with possibly two kid ghost <laughs> and so do you have any other uh, stories from the house yeah so if we were gonna go with that yeah if we were gonna go with that theme it's very possible then that i also had experience an experience with what i guess right now i could presume to maybe be their mother hmm. um and this one was the one that freaked me out the most because there was I, I actually felt something, like physically felt something. Oh, wow. So I was, um, I, this was, again was another time when I was going to sleep. Um, I had not fallen asleep yet, though. Um, I was, I had just laid down. And my mother usually would come, like, say goodnight to me and kiss me on my head or whatever. But um, I remember this night, uh, I, felt my mom was starting to come to my room and I was like, I don't want to talk to her. So I'm just going to pretend to be asleep. So I like had my back away from the door and, you know, just pretending to be asleep. And, um, I thought again, my mom came into my room. Um, I think my door was open already, so I didn't hear anything open or whatever, but, um, I felt like my mom's present was in the room and I felt what I am thinking was two fingers, like kind of just touch my thigh like that, like twice. And I was like, uh, in my mind, I was like, oh, I have to wake up now because my mom's touching me and I have to say hi to her. Right. And then I turned around and what I saw was a woman with blonde hair uh, for a few moments. And then there was nothing there anymore. Hmm. And that moment is definitely something that is like imprinted in my brain because I physically felt something on my thigh that was like a pressure. It wasn't like it was just a blanket or maybe, you know, my blanket shifted on my leg. It was something put pressure on my thigh. Um, and so, yeah, this was, it was definitely an older woman and she, and I remember specifically she was blonde. Wow, what's what's interesting about that too is um, from all the stories that I've heard, and I listened to another uh, 
paranormal podcast as well called Haunted AF. They have all these stories on there. And my story, along with a bunch of other stories, include an older lady with uh, long black frizzy hair. I think your story is the first one I've heard where, where the person was blonde. Not that that matters. It's just something that I've noticed. <laughs> um, so that, that's pretty wild, especially being here at the touch. Now, when you saw her, do you remember if it was if you could like see through her or if she was solid? If you hmm. Mine was see through. <laughs> yeah, I I think right now as I'm thinking about it, I I think I could see through, but I remember it, like it was she was also like over me, like she was trying to give me a kiss like like it was my mom um and so i remember that and now that i'm thinking about like or trying to recall what i'm remembering right now is it was a little it was a little see-through hmm that's crazy i like that's it could be the mom you know could be maybe a mom lived there with two kids and i don't know (laughs) okay cool see now i have to ask so you You've seen those two things, and then you have the the pressure, and you've seen the ghost. So how do you not still believe in ghosts? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I, I think there might be a part of me that's like, okay, maybe they were ghosts, but I personally am just gonna chalk it up to, it was just some firings in my brain that made me feel some, certain sensations and made me see certain things. The only thing that I can't like really say is that is, you know, the story with my stepfather. Right. You know, like, so that to me is probably a little bit more of the story where I feel I can be a little bit more compelled to say it was probably a ghost. Um, But I also feel sort of the same way with, with the woman, because again, I felt a physical touch, but I don't know, maybe... I was expecting my mom to to come in and to touch me and to make me wake up and then you know she's gonna say good night. So maybe my brain made that moment happen for sure. whatever reason. Um, so I, I I don't know. And then here's another funny thing. So um, I it's it's interesting for me to say I don't believe in ghosts because there are some things that I do where it's definitely like clearly you 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 have the capability to believe in a ghost or paranormal activity but um nothing happened but it was a few weeks ago i was dog sitting for a friend and i don't really know the dog well and apparently they had like a hole that goes to under the house and the dog under there a few times and i stayed at the house for a few hours before the dog came out and so i decided i'm gonna put this hole i'm gonna cover this hole and they have a pretty back they have a pretty big backyard and so i started looking for like rocks and like big pieces of wood or something and i think they have a i think it's a headstone that they have in their backyard and there's like really big rocks that were on the headstone or around it and i was i was taking the rocks and putting them to to cover the hole and then when i realized that what I was looking at was what I what I'm thinking is a headstone because there's like a name on it. Um, I stopped and I said, "Hey, I'm so sorry for taking your stones. Um, I'm doing this to you know make sure that the dog stays safe. Um, I will put the stones back um, as soon as the person gets back to their home. I'm sorry if I disturbed you." 
Um, and then I also said, I was like, so now if you haunt me, you're kind of just being petty. <laughs> oh, <you> um, <laughs> so it, it, like, I have those little moments sometimes where I'm clearly engaging in the belief of, of paranormal activity, but I think overall, I'm just, I can't say I 100% believe. Sure. That's understandable. And, and, and you have to be like that, I think, to a point, otherwise... You could drive yourself crazy, you know. <laughs> so, like, I still, I still struggle with some of my stories that I've experienced and continue to experience. I still argue with myself quite a bit, and that's kind of one of the reasons I decided to start a podcast was instead of just arguing with myself in my own head, just to throw all my shit out to the public, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. So, in that in that house, do you have any other additional stories uh, that you can remember? Yeah, there was there was. There was one other time that I can think of where I, again, is it all of these things happened like, ex- again, except for the one with my stepfather, but the, the other times have always been when I've about to fall asleep or I had just fallen asleep. Yeah, sure. Um, so this was another sleeping moment and it was in my bedroom, which now that I'm thinking about it, it's interesting because all of them, except for the, the one that I thought was my brother happened in my bedroom, um, which until just now, I had never really just really thought about. Uh, but um, I had just turned my television off, and I was all my lights were off, and um, there was still like some light coming in from the street, so I, I could see a little bit. But I remember just kind of sitting there, and then I looked kind of towards the foot of my bed, and I just saw a figure. I couldn't tell you if it was a woman or a man or a non-binary ghost. I have no idea. Um, but uh, it was definitely a figure that, again, at that time, I would have said I, I saw a ghost again. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that Yeah, that one I, that's not as intriguing as, as the other stories, but I, I saw something. Sure. I think that one they would dub, uh, they would call that a shadow person is what they call mm. it. And a lot of people see shadow people from, from my understanding. I never really have, but I hear a lot about them. <laughs> so fair enough. Cool. So, uh, so in that house, so after that house, how old were you, do you think when you moved out of that house? I was 18. Cause I ended up, uh, moving to college, but I ended up moving. So I'm, I'm from Houston, Texas. That's where I grew up. Oh, cool. Um, I, I ended up moving to another part of Texas to go, to go to, to go to college. Um, so I moved out right at 18. Cool. And since then, since 18, have you had any other kind of paranormal experiences, any other kind of weird happenings or anything like that? I haven't. I will say that what has gotten worse, well, until recently, um, but what started happening a lot more often was that I would experience sleep paralysis. Um, so no no to like the paranormal activity stuff but i would say since leaving sleep paralysis has definitely been a thing that has increased since i've moved out oh yeah and that's that is probably scarier than than paranormal activities or activities honestly (laughs) uh like what kind of stuff do you experience when you have sleep paralysis yeah so it varies now because i've had it so much i like the last few times that I've I've felt uh, you know I, I've had sleep paralysis, 
Um, I usually can tell myself, oh, hey, you're, you're just experiencing sleep paralysis. It's fine. Um, and then I just start counting and I can eventually wake up. Um, so I don't, that doesn't happen every time, but it has happened in the last few times that I've, that I've experienced sleep paralysis is I can kind of talk myself out of it or, or at least, you know, talk myself through waiting through it. Um, but there's definitely have been times where the, the sensation I feel is that someone is trying to get into my room or trying to get to me to hurt me. And I can't, you know, I can't move. I can't do anything. Sure. Um, there have been a few times where the sleep paralysis I've experienced has been kind of like an out of body situation where I'm like floating and like, just kind of like doing this in my bedroom and like flying around the bedroom and I can see things as I'm flying. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's odd. Um, I guess it's not odd in some cases. I, I guess it just happens to people. Um, but the worst of the sleep paralysis is obviously those moments where someone is trying to like get to you to hurt you and you, and you can't do anything. You can't move. Oh, absolutely. If I, I'm pretty much the same way. Like these days I can usually feel it coming on and I can wake myself up before it hits. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it latches on, I have the same kind of like the dread, like somebody's trying to get me and I hear like a guy talking around me and grabbing at me and that kind of stuff. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I forget what it's called, but there's another thing that I definitely experience, um, not as often, but it, it happens and I hate it, but it's something like when like a noise starts to crescendo and it gets really, really loud and there's just like all of this noise that you're hearing right before or like as you're falling asleep and it's just so loud that it's that's exactly what happens uh it's like a it's like a that's what i hear and then i can yeah. hear it getting louder and louder and i know there's a there's a certain tone that once it reaches i'm locked in so i have to like mm-hmm. wake up before that last tone hits if that makes sense that's wild <laughs> yeah Awesome, and hey, I really do appreciate you joining the show, and I, I loved hearing your stories. Um, I, I really do think it might have been, I'm not a ghost investigator or anything like that, but I think it might have been like a family from the way it sounds. A couple of kids. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting, like, talking about this, because the only people I've really talked about it to are my family when, when I experienced it, and maybe like a, like a handful of people, but like uh, saying it in this type of format is really making me consider, like, you know, obviously, like, what did you see? But if I'm going to err to the side of it, it was they were, you know, paranormal activity happening. It's interesting to think about it as maybe there was a family that I was experiencing. And, um, you know, maybe one was the daughter and one was the son and the, the mother is the one who touched me. Um, so that that's definitely really, really interesting. And I had never considered like that type of storyline. Oh, absolutely. With what I it is interesting because, like, you know, ghost people experience ghost experiences or, or whatever. It is kind of unique to kind of take the whole story and see what's actually happening. And that's one thing I'm trying to do with the show is, you know, figure out not only prove that ghosts exist or don't exist, but to figure out what's going on on that side. You know, and, like, my wife taught me that uh, – I know you don't necessarily believe in this, so it might sound crazy. But my wife taught me that uh, ghosts – spirits or entities at one point in time or still now they are people and they have feelings and stuff like that so you know it's Mm -hmm. one thing to go oh that's a ghost but 
I like to try to figure out what's going on, what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing, and that kind of stuff. And in this case, it sounds like it might have just been a family who's just doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, I in thinking about my experiences, I, I never felt then that anyone was out to like hurt any of us in the house. They they were just kind of there occupying the space. Kind of, I guess, like the movie The Others. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Maybe they <laughs> were the ghosts. Um, so there you go. Know, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, I really do appreciate you uh, being on the show, man. And uh, be sure to check out the Art of Learning podcast available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple, basically wherever you get your podcast. You have all the same branches that I have if we're both on Buzzsprout. So. <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up. And again, I do appreciate you being on the show and super good luck going forward uh, teaching in the COVID world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I kind of just reached out on a limb. I thought this would be interesting to do. Um, but yeah, honestly, this whole COVID stuff is a little bit more scary than than. Oh, I agree. That <laughs> is a little bit more scarier than talking about this right now. Absolutely. Um, I can deal with ghosts. I can't deal with crazy people and crazy viruses. <laughs> so. Right. All right, brother. Well, you have a great night. If you, and if you have any more ghost stories or anything happens, please reach out and let me know. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm opening the floodgates again to potential new experiences. So I'll definitely be reaching out if anything else happens. Awesome. I appreciate it. You know, I've had people tell me that, actually. Um, I know the other podcasts I listen to, they have people tell them that. And I've had a few friends email, text me, hey, I've been hearing stuff since I've listened to your show. And I feel like it's not the show that's haunted it's just you know you're opening right. yourself up a little bit so it's not my fault noted <laughs> all right man you take care and you have a great night yeah you too and again huge thanks to alex for joining the show seriously guys the dude's educated he's awesome to talk to please check out the art of learning podcast available wherever you get your podcast and that's going to go ahead and pretty much wrap up this episode of Paranormal Activities. I hope you all enjoyed it. And again, please uh, continue to listen. Tell your friends, tell your family, like it on social media. And also, as always, a huge thanks to AllEverythingEntertainment.com for being a part of my show and me being a part of their website. I, I really enjoy it. And, and like I said before, and I'll say it over and over again, AEE.com has so many podcasts for pretty much everybody. You know, it doesn't matter if you're into sports, wrestling, movies, comic books. Uh, they, you know, they have all kinds of stuff. Whiskey Cinema is every Sunday night at 9 p.m. live. We have Game Winning Drive every Monday. We have The Deboard Room every Tuesday. We have regularly scheduled hostilities every Thursday. And then we have, you know, my paranormal show. There, and there's all kinds of other shows that, you know, some are live, some are not. Uh, but if you're into podcasts, Check them all out at alleverythingentertainment.com because there are plenty. And again, if you need my merchandise, Paranormal Activities merchandise, I have to keep pushing it, guys. Go to teespring.com and check me out. Uh, if I can, Once I figure out how to do promo codes, I'll do them. Uh, I know Josh over at the boardroom is good at that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm really not. I don't know if it's because I'm lazy. I don't know if I'm just not intelligent, you know. I Both, I think. But, uh, yeah. That's going to go ahead and wrap it up and keep sending me your emails. Keep uh, hooking me up with, you know, whatever. I, I really appreciate all the feedback I get from you guys. So with that being said, I hope you all have a great week. 
And uh, next week, I have a pretty awesome episode lined up, I believe. More details to come on that. But at the end of the day, let's just keep learning about the paranormal together.